Welcome to Disciple Her, a part of the Replicate Podcast Network, where we will hear from discipleship trailblazers, Candy Gallaty and Julie Woodruff. With over 50 years of combined experience in discipling women, we'll discuss how we can equip leaders through discipleship. Here are your hosts, Candy and Julie. Welcome. This is an exciting day. It is our first podcast episode for Disciple Her podcast. And I'm here with a dear friend, Julie Woodruff, and she is our women's minister. My name is Candy Gallaty. I am uh, the pastor's wife here at our church at Long Hollow Baptist Church. I'm also an author and speaker and have written a book on discipleship for women. So we decided since this is something that we are so passionate about that we would start a podcast and just have conversation every week about what we're learning and how we can lead others in this journey themselves. Would you say that's a good description, Julie? I would. I'm fired up to be here, excited about uh, the opportunity we have to share about discipleship with other women. Candy, love your book. So I think others will benefit from this discussion. Well, I hope so. I think, um, well, first, let me just tell you a little bit about um, myself. And then, Julie, I'll throw it over to you and and let you say a little bit about yourself. But um, I am... I don't know if everybody needs to know this, but I'm 41 years old. Oh, don't go there. Mercy. And Do we have to talk no, age? I don't think you have to. Okay. But let me tell you, I have struggled these last two years. Oh, well. Hitting the 40 bless. and 41. That's in my rear view. I don't even remember that, baby. Oh, man. I mean, now they say it gets better with age, but it's been a struggle. <laughs> I just can't say that I'm in my 30s anymore, and that yeah, that's tough, bothersome yeah. to me. But anyway, so 41, I have two boys, Rig and Ryder. They are 12 and 10 in like two or three weeks. So I might as well just go ahead and give them the it extra will be year. By the time this yeah, by the time this is, you're hearing this, they will have had their birthdays. Um, and so I've been in ministry for almost 16 years, maybe a little longer than that. Been a believer since, oh, geez, let's just not worry about numbers, but a long time. Um, and I'm just super passionate about serving the Lord in ministry, like personally. And then alongside my husband, um, we've been married almost 16 years. So he's been pastoring ever since then. And because of our passion for discipleship and just leading and investing in others, it's kind of how um, Disciple Her came about after teaching and leading women for many years, it was just kind of an overflow of what was happening in my heart and in my life. And so I'm excited to just kind of be able to dialogue about that and maybe help others who are listening know what to do in their own life personally, and also as they invest in others that they come alongside of and that the Lord allows in their life. So that's a little bit about me, Jules. Well, I'm older than you are. As a matter of fact, I was thinking as you were talking through that, that I have been in ministry as long as you've been alive. So that'll give you the number. <laughs> or a little bit. Love it. <laughs> um, but I have been a believer since I was nine years old and wow. have been in some type of ministry. I was in student ministry for a while, and then uh, women's ministry I've been in for 15 years here at Long Hollow. So it's been a journey and... Um, God has just given me a burden for discipleship. I'm married to Sid, and um, he 
And I have been married for 36 years. Wow. Yeah, we have two children. Uh, Jordan and Lauren both are married, and I have six grandchildren. So that is so just the joy of our lives. So uh, that's a little bit about me, and I have served in various capacities in ministry for, for, a, long, for a long, long time. But as a 32-year-old woman, after I had been a believer for nine years, I began to say to myself, there's got to be more to this than I'm experiencing. And and growing up in church, I mm. um, went back in the day, long time ago, we had what was called training union in our right, church. Yeah. And so it, that was kind of a discipleship, uh, that was a discipleship arm of the church back then. But still, it was more for me. Uh, not everybody, but for me, it was more of a program, I guess, than than a relationship with Jesus. And mm-hmm. so, although I went to church and and I uh, grew some in my relationship at 32, I just began to think there's got to be more to this than I'm experiencing. So I began to just ask the Lord to show me. And through a series of events and relationships, uh, as I began to get into the Word, mm-hmm. y'all like to say, yeah, Robbie likes to say, get into the Word till the Word gets into you. Right. That's literally what began to happen. I began to study God. Word and as he just began to transform my life, just that hunger, as the psalmist said, taste and see that the Lord is good. That's exactly what I did, and it was just I couldn't get enough of it. So, um, through the years, I think even in the church, discipleship has taken on a lot of different forms and looks. And and um, one of the things that y'all are so passionate about that I love is uh, D groups with women and small groups, gender mm-hmm. specific, which has just been a blessing not only to be a part of, but just to watch God grow me as he's grown those in our group. And we're going to talk more about that in just a few minutes. But that's a little bit about me and just my passion uh, or where I came and my passion for discipleship. Yeah. And I would say my experience is probably very similar to yours. So I was raised Southern Baptist, made a profession of faith when I was around 10 years old. And so as much as I can remember at that point in time, you know, I was very faithful to go to church. I didn't necessarily have somebody that came alongside of me um, and very intentionally invested in mm-hmm. me at that time. But as I grew through the church, um, discipleship training union was what you did like on Sunday nights That's at right. five o'clock before Sunday night service. That's exactly and right. And so I do remember going and, and participating in that. And I'm sure learned a lot. I honestly, to this day, can't remember a thing if I did learn it, but I'm sure I did. You know, I just don't remember it. I have a really bad memory. But As I got older um, and, you know, just the natural events of life and things of that nature, I began not to go to church as much. And so Mm -hmm. there was a a disconnect for me for some years. And then through being in a bad relationship, a sinful relationship that I was in, the Lord opened my eyes and drew me back to himself. And so when that happened, I was almost 21. And at that point, I said, there's definitely more to this relationship with Jesus than what I have been doing up to this point. Like what I have been doing has not sustained my spiritual life Mm -hmm. and there's more to it. And so I just kind of dove headfirst into everything I could, every ministry I could serve in. I mean, you name it, I did it, whether it was nursing home, prison, children's, I mean, I did it all. Um, I just started reading the word. Right. And so for three or four years, I just read and I would talk to anybody obviously who would listen and would do Bible studies in homes with groups of women. But I had no idea that what I was beginning to do back then was invest in others. And I was doing discipleship without realizing that that's what I was doing. 
And so there was a lot of just live and learn, you know, and, and practicing of things. And then when I met my husband, Robbie, that's when we began to talk about this like a daily conversation in our homes. And that passion that we both had for investing in others really and truly to help them not make some of the same mistakes that we had made was what started everything. You know, it started us both on this journey separately and then together. And so it's really been neat to see all the different things we've tried over the years and things that have worked and things that haven't. But really, truly, for me, I had never been taught those things personally. It was a live and learn trial and error to where we determined this is what we feel is effective, right? And, um, you know, I wish I would have had somebody that would have come alongside me, especially in those early days. I had church staff members as I was growing up that were wonderful and very influential. But as, as far as having a woman other than my mom come alongside of me or even having a small group, that was just non-existent for me. And... Today, I look back on that and I think, man, how many of those decisions did I make that might could have been prevented or I might could have made a better choice had I had somebody that was pouring into me all those milestones and those milestones in my life. And so that is what we want to do now. And that was the goal way back when, when we started talking discipleship before it was even a fad, which I feel like it is now. Thank God, you know, we've gotten back to it. But, you know. How do we come alongside others, you know, in our life, in our neighborhoods, in our homes, in our schools, you know, in our seminaries, in our churches? Like, how do we come alongside of women of all ages and invest in them and journey with them so that we're following after Jesus Christ? Right. Yeah. Would you add anything to that? No, I I absolutely agree. And um, same same for me as far as uh, just a burden to see women learn how to get into God's word and study it. Because like you, I didn't have um, anyone who invested in me one on one or or even in a smaller group um, growing yeah. up. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back to discuss a little bit more about this and some challenges that we have faced in ministry. As you lead your disciple-making movement, the Replicate Network provides ongoing practical training and a community of like-minded church leaders to help you and your church thrive. Each month, you'll get frameworks, a Q&A time with Robbie Gallaty, and access to our online forums and groups. We will provide you with prayer and personal support, practical resources, discounts, and benefits as you seek to make disciples who make disciple-makers. Check out the Replicate Network today at replicatenetwork.com. And we're back, (laughs) Julie. um, We are going to talk about some different challenges that we have faced and maybe how discipleship has helped us through those challenges. So I know with just being in ministry over the years, there are challenges, but there are so many rewards as well, right? Mm -hmm. And, And for me, I truly am an eternal optimist. So I love that about you. Too, I just it's like who God created me to be, right. right? Yes. Like if I hear like something that's sad or bad or difficult, I am going to try to find the good in it. Right? right. Or if somebody says, hey, I need you to sit down and tell me one negative thing about this or one challenge that takes a lot for me because 
I don't view a lot of those things in that way. Right. I love it. But, you know, going through years of ministry, there's obviously things, there's hurdles that you come you come to and you have to cross. Um, I am really passionate about my own self-care as a leader, because I feel like that is so important. My spiritual health and longevity affects not only me, but it affects other people that the Lord has given me influence with. And so it's extremely important for me in my own personal walk. And I find that challenges that we face, such as maybe loss, you know, we deal a lot with loss, whether that's someone that has passed away, you know, in our congregations or those that we're walking alongside with will experience loss. And so therefore we're carrying that burden with them, you know? So I would say there are things such as that, that come across in our lives and in our ministries that if we choose to, um, I don't know if wallow is the right word, but if we choose to kind of live in those challenging times, that will affect our spiritual health. So what can we do to be healthy as we face those challenges that come across? Is that what you're thinking? Like, like what are some challenges that you're thinking of that we face in ministry that really and truly discipleship helps us push through those? Well, I think oftentimes in ministry, it's lonely. That's so good, yeah. And so we feel like we've always got to have the answers or we've always got to be up or we've all, you know, and so there's that responsibility of feeling that shepherding responsibility of taking care of other people. And in that, um, sometimes you feel the weight of that in a way that that you need someone in your life. And I have found through discipleship, having a small group of women that I can spend time talking with and praying, them praying for me and and me sharing with them uh, where I am and what's going on. It it has been so beneficial just to know that I had a group of women praying for me during those challenging times. And I don't always tell them all of the challenge, but it's it's just knowing that, that they're there and praying for me. Right. Yeah, that it's so important because when a discipleship group functions as it should, you're not only the one that's investing in them, they're also investing in you. That's right. And that's the beauty of that group. That's right. Even though there is someone that's identified maybe as the leader of that group, um, it is so much more than just you being that leader. It is what those ladies are also pouring into you and that support that they give, which makes all the difference. It really does. And you know, Kenny, for so long, I felt like my attitude was different about that because I felt like I could not mm-hmm. get close right. to women in my church because there were things that I knew or things that, you know, uh, I shared burdens that I that, that I carried that just I couldn't share that with everyone. And so I just would keep that to myself rather than share it. And I think that has just been a huge breakthrough for me is learning to trust, um, you know, just just to have those women in my life, just to know that they're praying uh, even in those difficult times. Mm-hmm. That, And so for a leader, I think sometimes we carry some weight and responsibility that we don't have to, that we can share the load. You know, mm-hmm. Scripture tells us to bear one another's burdens, mm-hmm. and we need those women in our lives to help bear those burdens. Yeah, I love that. And I love the fact that we can be more transparent, I think, now 
in today's um, society and culture, I, I think people are wanting that more, Absolutely. like the authenticity and the mm-hmm. realness and, hey, let your guard down and, and let me in, you know, and granted, as leaders, we have to be wise in how we share things or um, what all we do say. But there is freedom in us being able to just be real with a group of people that we're walking alongside with and living life with that really just enhances our own spiritual journey as well as theirs. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, it it creates that relatability that I think people need to hear and see from a leader that they look up to and that they expect to have all the answers, even though we don't. Right. Right. Um, I always tell the girls that I'm you can ask me anything and I hope I can give you an answer. But if I can't, I'll pray about it and I'll look for it or find it or, right. or try to find somebody that can help you because I'm not going to always know all the answers. Right. And that's not some people, I think, view discipleship as they have to have all the answers before they can engage in it. Yes. And it's the exact opposite. Right. You know, I mean, when Jesus called the disciples to himself, they didn't know all the answers. They were just starting out on a journey where they were going to be following him the rest of their life. Right. And exactly. so we don't have to know all of those answers. We just have to obey the Lord. And walk alongside with others and just let the Lord work in that. Would you agree? Absolutely. With that? Yeah, absolutely. I agree totally with that. And I think it uh, it definitely enhances our ministry to others because it sometimes we can feel like we're on an island. Yeah. But then you you understand what other people are going through and it makes you more sensitive to the mm-hmm. needs of others and it makes you realize you're not on an island but you are um, you got a group. Right there with you to walk it yeah and i think what we're going to do over um this series of this podcast that we're that we're beginning is we're going to talk about a lot of the practical aspects of discipleship and what does that look like and how do we actually do it what are tips and what are things that we can suggest to you that will help you as a listener implement some of these things in your own life and know how to minister to those that you're walking through life with. And so I hope you stay tuned and I hope this is something that will be exciting for you and you'll want to do this and you'll want to tune in. We will try to keep them short and sweet. Yes. So that you can listen. Nobody got time for long. No, 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 (laughs) no. So that you can listen maybe in the car or on a commute or in car line. If you're like me, you're sitting in car line quite a bit these days. Um, So anyway, we're hoping to just bring you a lot of a lot of great suggestions and tools and strategies and that sort of thing that you can um, use in your own life. And then it will also help you as you minister to others. So we look forward to being able to chat with you in the coming weeks and just hope that you enjoy Disciple Her as well. Yes. See you next time. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Take a second to subscribe and share this podcast. You can receive free resources to help you make disciples in your group, home, or church by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website at replicate.org.